Good morning. All right. I think, I think I'd like to do something a little bit different for a minute. Um, I, want us, I want us to come to the altar and pray. Anybody that will. Um, we got several in our church who are struggling with different things, specifically health issues. Um, I've had Mr. Darrell on my heart. I've had Miss Candy on my heart. I've had Harry on my heart, and I understand Harry's not doing well. So uh, I want us to come and pray for these, and I don't mean to leave anybody out. I know everybody's going through something, um, but I want us to come pray for one another. So if y'all will meet me at the altar, we'll pray, and then see what, see what we'll do then. Thank y'all for that. I'm thankful that uh, I'm part of a church that, that that right there don't bother. In fact, it's welcomed. Um, and I mean, that even helps you Sunday school teacher up here because I don't know what to do sometimes. <laughs> and uh, when you change things up, it's it's scary, but... I tell you, I, I just felt the need. We need to pray for these, these, and um, uh, all of them, Mr. Darrell, Miss um, Candy. Uh, you know, hearing how Harry's doing. Uh, he's my friend. I want to pray for him. some good times yeah. pray the Lord to help us Miss Betsy pray the Lord to help us anybody else before we move on I don't know what to do <laughs> I know what not to do <laughs> and that's keep going as we were so we're not doing that but ma'am thankful for that I'd, if we couldn't trust him with it we'd be in a mess yeah yeah yes ma'am 
like Hunter said in the prayer room, uh, I'm glad I know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Our present world's making us all that way. You know, I believe it was Paul said, "If in this life only we have hope, we are of all men most miserable." But we don't. We got hope to come. That is the hope. <laughs> Anybody else? thing was said in the prayer room this morning and I'm sure you've heard it from different preachers um, and it's true there's a God-shaped hole in every man and only God can fill it man tries to fill it with all these other things and it never fills it and so they're always looking for something else and only God will do that anybody else Turn to Mark chapter 5. I'm going to read this and sit down. Pray God will use it. These verses have brought comfort to my heart before. Mark chapter 5. Now, these things, Jesus is starting to, I mean, just the way I'd put it, he's starting to pick it up. <laughs> They've things happening. He had just, he had just calmed the storm. And we can relate that to storms in our life, of course. He will calm those storms. We'll come to him. But he was just in the boat with the disciples, and they were, they were fretting like we do. And Jesus said, peace be still. And the wind and the waves did exactly what he said. And then he cast these devils into the swine. And now as we come to verse 21, he's moving on. He's leaving this place he had been called Capolis and moving on in his ministry and his journey. And several things happen in a row here. Verse 21 says, And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue. That, that's amazing in itself. <laughs> that one of the rulers of the synagogue would come to him. I mean, you know they wanted to kill him. Most of them did. Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And I almost turned to John chapter 11 and read about Lazarus. I never read those passages without thinking about 
the difference in posture between Martha and Mary there in those verses. Jesus comes in, Lazarus is dead. He was told about him, but he waited. And Lazarus died, and Martha met him and said, if you'd been here, my brother had not died. And Jesus said, um, he'll live. And Martha said, I know he'll live at the resurrection. And Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. But she was in his face. And then you see Mary. When she came to him, she fell at his feet. And things really picked up. And that's where I want to be found. And that's what it says here about this man, Jairus. He fell at his feet. I don't want to be in his face. I don't want to be demanding things of my Lord. I want to be at his feet. I want to be worshiping him. I want my heart to be his heart. That's what I want. And when, when our heart's his heart, that's when that Bible verse that says we'll have what we ask takes place. We don't have what we ask just because we ask it, any situation we're in. Oh, no, that's not true. You know that in your own life. That's not true. I prayed for my granddad to be healed of cancer, and guess what? He wasn't on this earth, but he is now. So I want my heart to be God's heart. I want, to, I, want, I want his will. I want to be like that. And besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I don't mean to keep stopping, but I'm going to tell you what. If I had my daughter, I'd be tore up. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be tore up. And it's it's true of mothers and sons, but um, I can just speak to you. There's just there's something about a father and his daughter. I can tell you, um, it's different. I love my son. I love him with all my heart. He knows I love him. That little girl, there's just something different. I can't even explain it. And if this was her, I'd be begging God too. And so he's at his feet, and he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and, and thronged him. And that verse there always amazes me, too, because there was one time a man said, Don't even come, just speak, and my daughter will be healed. So he could have just spoken. And wherever she was, she would have been healed. But he chooses to go. Why? Because there are no coincidences. There's some things he's going to run into that he knew he was going to run into and some things he had to, had to do on this way. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garment. For she said, look at the faith. If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing that in himself, uh, knoweth in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, 
Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. While he yet spake, there came one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. Notice this. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and saith unto her, Talitha kumi, which is being interpreted damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know, should know it, and commanded that something should be given her to eat. So that's all I know to do. Read those verses. They brought peace to my heart before. As we've said, and it's, I'm sure all of us can relate, um, I pray God heals. Mr. Harry, he's the one on my heart. I mean, I've been praying for Mr. Darrell, Miss Candy, others. Miss Candy got some good news, thank the Lord. Um, I know God can heal Mr. Harry, but if he don't, I know where Mr. Harry's going. And that makes all the difference in the world. And I will see him again, if not here, over yonder. But I pray God heals him. That's my prayer. My prayer is that if God wills, he heals him. And if not, I'm sure thankful that God saved him one day. Because <laughs> he's been a blessing seeing him come and these others come during, during all this. I've never heard Mr. Darrell complain one time. I never heard Miss Candy complain one time. I've never heard Harry complain. I've asked him how he was doing. Sometimes he told me. Sometimes he said, oh, I'm doing all right. But I'm thankful for these that I can look to. They give me strength. Oh, there's others in here. Miss Peggy, Mr. David, there's plenty of others in here. I'm thankful that I've got some people that I can look to so that when I face these things, I can draw strength and handle these things the way I think the Lord would have us. All right, we're going to dismiss. Our Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your blessings, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you most of all for sending your son to die for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the day you saved me. Thank you for saving my wife and my children, Lord. Thank you for this church. Thank you, Lord, for our pastor. Thank you for Miss Amanda. Lord, thank you for their family. I pray that you'd bless them. Lord, I pray you'd help us to hold these things fast. Lord, I thank you that we've got a people, Lord, that 
they want uh, teachers and their pastor to be sensitive to your leading, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you that we just don't go by schedule, Lord. I thank you that you touch our heart, God, and we can do these things. And thank you, Lord, that you bless in these times, Lord, and you bring comfort during these times, Lord, and we thank you for that. You're the God of all comfort. Lord, I pray that you'd bless these that we've mentioned. I pray you'd help Mr. Darrell and his family, Lord, Miss Cynthia and them, Holly, see the Beth. Lord, would you please bless them? Would you please continue to help Mr. Darrell? Lord, I pray for Miss Candy. God, thank you for the good news she got. Lord, uh, we don't dare want to pray without saying thank you for answering our prayers, Lord. Thank you for that. Lord, please be with Mr. Harry. I pray that you would help him physically. I pray that you'd ease his pain, Lord. I pray that you'd help him through all this. We don't even really know what to pray except to say, Thy will be done, Lord. And that's what we pray. Lord, I pray that you'd help our families, Lord, as they go through these things. Help our church family, Lord, as everyone has a battle they're fighting, Lord. I pray that you would help them where they are. And, Lord, I pray that you would help our country, Lord. We need good leaders. We need godly leaders, Lord. We need you to help us. And we pray that you would, Lord. We love you. We thank you for letting us be here this morning. Thank you for letting us be a small part of this place. In Jesus' name, amen.